Welcome to Sammy and Scooby Talk Movies, the podcast where we break down what movies have to say about real-life issues. I'm Jake Scoobish, and along with my co-host, Sam Brodnax, we're going to be jumping into a batch of movies about income inequality here in Season 1. We're looking at dramas and comedies, old and new films, and trying to answer how these movies address income inequality differently, and what these stories say about how we all think about this issue. This week, we're taking a look at the Brazilian film City of God, where income inequality exists in the slums of Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro. The beach. The nightlife. The romance. But 15 miles from paradise is a place called the City of God. A place where one man must infiltrate a war between two crime lords to tell a story the world needs to know. City of God is the name of the neighborhood in the movie, kind of ironically titled because it's where all the poor people live in the outskirts of one of the most like well-known celebrated cities in the world. And early on in the movie, uh, after we get a brief introduction to some of the characters, the main character, Rocket, says, For the rich and powerful, our problems didn't matter. We were too far removed from the picture postcard image of Rio de Janeiro. And so I think this movie is an interesting entry into our series of movies about income inequality because from the very beginning, the movie acknowledges that we're not really going to ever take a look at or see the perspective of the actual wealthy people in this city. It's all contained in the slums of uh, the city of God. But I think what is interesting is that what emerges is kind of an income inequality dynamic, even within this very poor neighborhood, where some people become very powerful, and some people are still on the bottom, even within the bottom overall of the society. And so, so I guess I would just start off by asking you, Sammy Boy, what you think about that perspective and how that adds to, or how that's different from other movies that we've looked at so far. I think in terms of like a big lens, I think the movies that, and I don't know too much about the people that directed, wrote, and like um, how the, I know that it was like based on a true story, um, it was inspired by a novel that was written by someone, but I don't know their ties to like the city of God and the actual neighborhoods that they're talking about in the film. But I think a lot of the movies we watched were Snowpiercer, um, uh, Florida Project, even though that's a little bit different. But big blockbuster movies that are often told uh, almost like kind of educations done by people in like places of privilege and power that are like using outside lens to paint this kind of overarching view of what, uh, what, what I guess people are going through on both sides or all sides of the wealth coin, if that makes any sense, which it probably doesn't. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think like to have a movie like this that really only focuses on a certain group of people that often doesn't get their story told adds so much to the way that the, like, the movie feels and the movie speaks. We talked about this with the Florida Project, but it was like, I think very, not very often are, are there honest depictions of what goes on in like certain neighborhoods 
and I don't know. So I'm sure there's a lot of nuance and stuff that was missed, but I felt like this movie did a really good job of like depicting life in the favelas is not just like, these are favelas. Like if you watch a lot of modern films that come in an income inequality or not that involve poor neighborhoods, like in Brazil, probably not often delving into characters, their backstories, their lives. And like, these are humans. There are like multiple ways to exist, not just like by doing crime. There's like, like you were talking about, there's a hierarchy. There are the people like the hoods, which is like the form of kind of people who are like the opposing force to the government who are like trying their best to like develop some form of wealth for themselves. But then there are like tons of people who just like have jobs and are existing and like trying to find their way as well. And we're presented with so many characters and they all, it's so amazing. There's so many, there's like main characters, but there are so many different characters in the film and like watching them all go in their different direction really paints like an honest picture about what it's like growing up in this neighborhood instead of just having it be from someone's view that doesn't, isn't invested and doesn't really understand what it's like to grow up in a situation like that. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned how it's based on a true story. I thought it was an interesting choice. You know, in most movies that are like based on a true story, they'll like flash that in the, in the credits, like right away, like, Here's this thing that happened that was real that's based on a true story. And yeah. in this movie, those are the last things we see on the screen based on a real story. I thought it was a really interesting choice that they, like, set this whole world up and, like, you kind of think, like, wow, this is crazy. And it's it feels, like, hyper-fictional and, like, really... Like, it, it feels like something that's, like, so far away from reality, from, from like, the reality we experience. And then at the end, it's like, and this this is how it actually happened yeah what, like what else i don't know what were you feeling when that popped up i guess just like as the movie was ending and then you like saw that like i did it like change how you received the movie or even like what you were thinking make you like flashback to like points in the film i think it does change how you see the movie and i know this is the second time i've seen the movie and the first time you've seen it and i i think you know like the first time you watch the movie you can like kind of get wrapped up in like like, violence can be fun, and violence can be, you know, like, entertaining. And then once you are watching the movie with the knowledge that it's real, it, like, makes that... Like, the violence scenes are still, like, entertainment, but they're also a lot more depressing because you, you know that that's what was really happening. I totally, totally feel that. And the way, like, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about how the lens is kind of, like, well, the lens is solely on the people living in this neighborhood. Them doing that makes the violence, that also makes the violence look even more horrifying because from, like, sitting here watching the film, like, if I, I mean, if I were, like, thinking in a vacuum, it would be like, this is, from what it seemed like in the movie, like, this is the only universe, and this is the only option, and this is all of the characters, this is, like, where they're going to be for the rest of their lives, and there's no escaping it, and they have to just survive within it. And seeing the violence occur, it's like, innocent people are killed throughout the movie and there's no there's nothing they can do because this is just like the conditions they live in and there's like there's no getting out of it there's nothing that can that can really happen to change the conditions that they're in they're just stuck and have to just do whatever they can to get through yeah and so that's why the people who are part of the community like and kind of running it like will z who's this Mm -hmm. i guess like gang leader drug lord who's who's kind of running the city of god he like people like him are kind of the villain but they're also just like they're kind of running the economy as well and so 
like the I, the real villain is like the greater you know like economic system of the country but it's not something that anyone in the city can really see yeah absolutely and there are moments where it's hard to see that in the film too i have to pull myself back and be like oh my gosh wait a second yeah there's like other outside forces going on just because it's so the scope is so narrow but they do have moments where i guess there's a little bit of like examination of the relationship between people and different sizes you know? yes so i guess a couple of the moments that we get drawn outside of the city are a little bit with the police we see how the police who ostensibly their job would be to stop this violence but really we see they have different illegal motives happening oh yeah um and uh and i think the the other moment comes closer to the end of the movie when rocket starts getting paid to photograph what's happening for this for this newspaper in rio de janeiro yeah definitely what did you think of that whole sequence yeah I, i thought it was interesting when they brought in that angle because we and they 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 bring it into the movie really late so we already have like a firm grasp of how we think about all these characters and how we know their lives and how and we know we have a pretty good sense of how they see their own lives and then we cut out to the the newspaper and everything's just like much more polished you know like they're in a nice office building and they're basically just fetishizing getting these pictures and like uh exploiting the gang violence in the city for their paper's profit yeah there are some scenes that were hard to watch there there's like one moment when he's taking pictures of the there's a moment when rocket's taking pictures of the gang leader lil z and accidentally one of them a photographer uses it in a newspaper and she's like oh like she like he's like what are you doing because to him there are like possible real life consequences to that and she just like does not understand like she like jeopardized his safety because he like lives in the neighborhood and she's she's just like like what this is just a picture why can't i put it in here like why are you getting all mad at me He's like on the other side, like this could have me murdered. You don't understand. And it was weird to see those worlds interact. Yeah. Were there any other moments that really stood out to you throughout the film, or anything that like any commentary that just like really stuck with you? I feel like, I feel like with this movie, it's so character focused that I think a good way to talk about it would just be to like look at some of the individual characters, because it does yeah. jump from those characters. And it, it really, like, dives into one, and then we, like, switch focuses. I think, for me, the Rocket, who's who's the main character, he, he serves an important purpose to kind of... He's kind of, like, the independent observer of all these different parts of, of the city. Like, he tells us about the Tender Trio, and uh, the Runts, and Lil Z, and... Um, what's his name? Ned. What, what's, what's his nickname? Um, oh, um, knockout Ned. Knockout Ned. Um, but he's that's kind of his role as 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 the person who as, as the narrator for us, and he I don't think he's the most interesting character. Um, for me, I think the most interesting character might have been Benny, um, who. I was about to ask you about Benny. <laughs> yeah, so Benny's the best friend to Lil Z, and seems like much less ruthless, much less interested in like accumulating power in the city he kind of just wants to 
I mean, he's he's obviously doing bad things with Lil Z, but once he meets Angelica, he kind of starts to stray away from that. And then um, there's that amazing scene with his goodbye party. Oh yeah. Where he's he's trying to get out of the city of God. And that sequence for me was like, well, throughout the whole film, it was like watching people get like maimed and and just work in really horrible conditions and the whole time it's like oh my gosh it's like impossible to get out and then there's like a moment tangibly where someone's trying to get out and it's still impossible yeah and the reason the reason he couldn't was because of i mean it was a mistake it wasn't supposed to happen and it's like yeah. it's just this self-defeating cycle that is just like gets someone like who is just like clearly better than this yeah and like should could and should be able to exist and thrive elsewhere and that's that's kind of what happens to knockout ned too we see him as like a completely upstanding guy and he like they lay out his moral code and then it completely breaks down very quickly oh yeah yeah and they like lay out too how it breaks down it's like he has this one rule and then you know like there's another clip and it's broken in some cases and then his morals are all gone later on and he just totally like shifts from being like you were saying a really moral character to like someone who's featured in the newspaper for being, or I don't know, it's like the media depicts him as like a thug. Yeah, and it's interesting because we know Knockout Ned has morals, and we basically know from the even from the very first scenes with Lil Z, he's a he's like a borderline sociopath. Like all all Lil Z wants is like he has no problem killing people, and all he wants is is power from a ve- <laughs> from a very young age, but even though those two characters are set up so differently, they basically end up in the same place. Yeah. No, absolutely. Dang. And, like, following them, well, I guess we don't see Knockout Ned through his entire life, but, like, even following characters like that early on and, like, seeing them develop into, like, being forced to develop into a one kind of person and that person, you know, like, factors only allow them to develop into what they need to develop into and that has them trapped no matter who they start out to be or whatever their aspirations are. The movie had so many moments that were were, were just so hard to watch. Yeah. And I think maybe the only, like, nice moments are with Angelica, who Rocket um, has a crush on, I guess, and and then mm-hmm. Benny as well. But that the shot, which is the cover shot of the movie, where... Uh, they're sitting on the beach that's just it's just like the one moment away from everything and it's just it's so nice the shot from behind yeah. where she leans over oh that was beautiful I, t- I feel like i was watching a whole other movie where it was like cutting to like a totally different place different scene that was amazing and then like oh another thing too was is like the relationship you were talking to m- more about the the runts the runts but like their relationship with the gangs and like all of kind of like the behavior going on in the favelas that's also something that's like really brutal it's it's there are kids that are there's a scene later on where like they're forced into that world so early and they like have to exist you know and like fend for themselves and they're exposed to so many like horrible things there's a scene with Lil Z oh yeah and the runs and he has to like punish them for being on his turf and it's so odd because in the beginning, like, everything that is shown earlier, they're, like, depicted as, like, adults, which is 
I mean, something that's really relevant now with how like the media portrays a lot of children who are like in the inner city and and, and trying to survive as well um, and paint them in a negative light. But I like either I view them as adults and they, and they seem right away they're like brought back to themselves as kids right when like I don't even want to describe. It. Yeah, it's a brutal. It's a brutal scene. Yeah, so I guess like getting back to the first question I had setting this up I think it was interesting that it's interesting as a movie that um shows a a place that's basically like this community has been put in this position um you know like within the economy at large but then they kind of form their own like unjust hierarchy as well and so it kind of raises these questions about like like where does the fault lie like I don't know, like, like when, like, if you just have a closed community like this, like, is, is like this power dynamic always going to emerge? And then, like, with the runs at the end, it's just like, it's kind of self-sustaining. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I just, I, I don't know, I don't know. These are kind of scattered thoughts, but it's just like, I don't They're think that's something that we haven't seen in any of the other movies. It's just like in the Florida Project, we kind of got the outside world as like this vague thing. Yeah. And the in the internal like magic castle world was kind of this like cohesive community, and here the rich and powerful are off somewhere else, and the community kind of destroys it, continues to destroy itself. That's really different from anything that we've seen before, in any movie I think I've seen in general before. But yeah, like the even when the cops do come and they it, very little happens, um, they do very little. It's like reinforce the conditions that are already there there are like moments when i mean there are moments when the cops do nothing yeah part of the part of the reason it's such a great movie i think is because we're is like the same reason it's hard to talk about is but it's just like it's so morally complicated like in a lot of these scenes like everyone is basically doing something that they think is morally right like knockout ned is like going after justice and um this kid who joins knockout ned and uh and what's his name carrot or what what's what's that guy's name but he joins yeah, carrot. knockout ned the, yeah, the, the, knockout. the the one recruit uh who joins knockout ned and carrot's gang and says he's he's joining to uh get his father's killer he ends up um, doing something basically for moral justice too, and and kind of everyone's operating like on that uh, basis, but it just leads to like continued destruction of their community, yeah. even though they all, like individually they're all trying to do a lot of the time something good. Yeah, so like I definitely feel that, and for me, what's even more interesting is like I think the film is made by a lot of people who are really invested or I know a lot some of the actors are like lived in that community. So like I was I'm thinking like what are what did they want the film to say about their own community? And like what did they want to shine light on? You know, was it that like I don't even know, like the things that go on have to go on and it's because people have to survive, but it's what makes everything so horrible. And like I'm not sure what they were I'm not even sure I'm not even sure what the movie's trying to say at that point, I guess, either. Or even if it is trying to make a point, rather than just, like, shine light on something that doesn't get 
exposure. Yeah. In some ways, it was kind of like, I was kind of thinking about it at a certain point during the movie as like, like a Brazilian Goodfellas kind of movie where you have like this, this community who's like trying to gain power at any cost, basically. And the whole pursuit is just morally self-defeating. I'm missing. I haven't seen Goodfellas, which I am missing out on aside from the fact. Oh yeah. Aside from this discussion, because I want to see that movie. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly what City of God is saying, but I think that's a good thing. I think it's it's saying a million different things. I definitely agree. Yeah. You got any which... last thoughts on City of God? I know some of our thoughts were kind of scattered there at the end. I know. Yeah. Um... I guess reinforcing how the people and characters that we follow like view their own existence. There's a quote in the Rocket is talking about what he wants to be when he grows up. And there's like an inner monologue, I think. Or maybe he says it out loud. I'm not sure. But it said, I don't want to be a hood or a policeman, police officer. Um, and that was like in reference to like, what do you see yourself becoming? And like, what what, what could you do? And it's, like, interesting that that's, like, that duality is, like, all that exists. And, like, I feel like that's at, at that young of an age. And that was in the very beginning of the movie when he was, like, really, really young. It was, like, all he saw is the options. Like, you can be, like, oppressed or you can be someone who is, like, actively trying to break out even though it may hurt the people around you. Like, those are the only two options. Or I guess... You can be an oppressor, or you can do everything you can to break out. There aren't any in between. You can't just exist. Yeah. And like be happy, or have your own dreams. It's kind of like you have to do what's pre-programmed and provided for you. That kind of fucked me up. And that was like five minutes in. I was like, oh shit. 